You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Uh, Jaleesa Apps joining us on the line from the UK from Channel 10 and also SEN. Hello, Jaleesa. Oh, it's my favourite radio show. Oh, God. I'm so excited. <laughs> did you ever it's have true. a... Did you ever... They do? Yes. They bully you a little bit, Jason. Though sometimes I'm not, I'm not on board with that. Have Thank you. Spoken you. to HR. He's a big target. Well, I'm at HR. <laughs> I'm, at, I'm in that office a lot, Jaleesa. I haven't actually raised that <laughs> yet. So, uh, if you can continue to fight the good fight for me, that'll be great. We're just talking about. Oh, you know the other thing we got to talk about, and Jaleesa, Jaleesa's favourite ever Indigenous player. We've yes. seen this stuff from uh, Latrell Mitchell saying today that he wants to be the. Uh, yeah, the greatest ever Indigenous player. I love that. But uh, who's yours, Jaleesa? Would you have someone you could – can you narrow it down to one? Uh, look, I think it's hard to go past probably Greg Inglis. Oh, yeah. So, He's had a lot I mean, of votes. I'm also – but I am a big fan of Latrell's as well. I know he's a – divisive character in rugby league but I love a character just in any sport I think sometimes we just I, I hate the way we tear people down when they get a mm. bit of character about them so I'm a big fan of Latrell so he's probably he's well on his way to being one of the great players in general so good for him well you caught up with him today he had a few things to say um this bargaining enterprise bargaining agreement or CBA with with um, the Rugby League Commission. Did he have anything to say about that? Yes, he did. Yeah, he was uh, uh, really strong on that. He um, he actually said, I I, I can't uh, say the, I think the exact quote, but I think he said to, um, that Andrew Abdo and uh, Peter Volandis need to get moving. I think he said because it's beyond a joke. Uh, um, so... He was really um, – any player, really, that you ask about that at the moment, they're being really vocal about it. They're kind of making a point about um, talking about that. They're fed up with the negotiations dragging on. He also really praised Blake Solly to me. He um, said uh, that – he he actually said, I love the man, was the exact <laughs> words that he said to me. Um, and he just praised that Blake's um, – campaigning for the players and for the clubs and um, how much work that he's been putting in. He um, went on about that quite a bit. And that actually made me kind of think about his contract talks. Obviously, he's going to the end of 2023 with the Rabbitohs. But when he was talking about how much he loves Blake Solly, I just was thinking to myself, I can't see you at any other club. Obviously, every other club, if you if you're not a club chasing 
Latrell Mitchell at some point. You're probably not doing the job. And obviously he's been linked to maybe the Dolphins giving him an offer too. Um, but the way that he was talking about the advocacy of Blake Solly, I just thought, wow, he really loves this club and I can't see him going anywhere else when that contract is eventually up. Oh, yeah. And, and he'll be very well rewarded as well. One of the um, the best players in the comp and the, you know, the most high profile as well. And and they do carry a, a strong voice, the, uh, the Kangaroos representatives over there. Um, it seems as though we're getting a little bit closer, Jaleesa, to um, sorting out the... Uh, the, the the CBA and, and all those other issues between the NRL and the, and the players and the players association. Has there been much talked about, you know, of about the draw, the NRL draw is actually out tomorrow. Much interest from over there. Um, look, to, to be honest over here, it probably hasn't uh, cut through as much. There's been sort of more back at home um, because they, they've got the, kind of uh, media lock-up thing where you sort of get to have a bit of a look at the draw. Over here, the issue really has been that CBA and obviously just, too, getting on with the job of winning a World Cup. They're in prime position at the moment. It's crazy to think, like, when you look at the sides on paper, but Australia's actually, because of COVID and the who's played each other and all those things, the funny thing is, like, Australia is ranked fourth in the world. Now, they're not fourth in the world. They're, they're the best team in the world. There is no doubt about that. Um, and now they've just got to win the World Cup to prove it. So that's just really their focus over here. When they're not talking about the CBA, they're just talking about getting on with the job. I tell you what, I've never seen a camp of players that um, this far into the camp are so positive and enjoying their time so much. Like it sort of normally gets to this point of the camp and everyone's even a finals campaign and everyone's sort of just getting to the end and, and wanting to get there, especially when they're away from their families. Although some of the families are starting to arrive now, but they're just so positive and they're just all really enjoying it and having a laugh and, yeah, they've been wonderful to deal with. Mm. Oh, I think you might have rankled a few of our New Zealand listeners by saying the Aussies are the best team in the world and, and mm. they've just got to prove it by winning it. Because there's a lot of Kiwis with their nose out of joint because of stuff like that and, and, uh, and also because they apparently they've already booked their flights home after this, uh, this Saturday's game. So oh, it's I think a beat up. Where it's, I reckon the, oh, they will be fired up. Lisa, no, no doubt at all. They will be fired up, won't they, the, the, uh, the Kiwis? This is going to be a hell of a game. Yeah, of course. It's going to be a fantastic game, but they need to play so much better than they did to be able to uh, beat a kangaroo side or, you know, there would have to be the kangaroos would have to really um, implode. But I do think it's one of those things where when you're playing um, such a good side, you do take it to that next level. I'm so excited to see this. I mean, there's been a lot of talk about this should have been the final, but I, it's good for it's good for England when you would imagine that England get through. Although what a story if Samoa did. Um, so I, I mean, it's good for England to have your home side in the final. Unfortunately, that wouldn't happen in the cricket in Australia. But um, mm. yeah, I, I'm I'm not too upset about the fact that Australia and New Zealand can't meet in the final, but. It would be awesome if Samoa got through, though. Oh, my God. Could you imagine yeah, Samoa absolutely. going off? That yeah. would be so cool. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, 19-man um, squad name today, Jaleesa. Uh, we expect DCE to miss the 17-man cut, the, the final team. 
Yeah, uh, likely uh, Ben Hunt to sort of come in. And from what Ben was uh, saying yesterday, um, he just sort of was really, it was funny. He was almost, it almost seemed like he felt bad about that. But I think that's just an indication of how um, close this team is. But DCE has been nothing but, he is a real team man. And he has been nothing but gracious through everything with Nathan battling that halfback spot with Nathan Cleary. Um, Cleary actually uh, was talking to the to Cleary after the game the other day and he said when he sort of won that halfback spot, DCE came up to him and said, anything that I can do to help you, like, please let me know. And um, I just think he's got a real team mentality. So it's disappointing to see. I mean, it's always just, you want everyone to be in, don't you? Because mm. you... I just everyone everyone gets a spot. You get a spot. You get a spot. <laughs> we <laughs> wish. Want, want them all, but um, he's been he's he's been uh, great, and obviously sort of coming to the end of his representative career, but he's had a wonderful, wonderful career. We saw Teddy come off at half time in the quarter final. How's his corky? He's fine. Uh, that was very precautionary. I mean, he had a cork, but. Uh, if that was any other game, he would have kept playing, and um, he, he's been fine. The Aussies at training have been getting through uh, relatively unscathed. Touchwood, they've had their last training session um, yesterday. It's my yesterday. It's your. I don't know what it is. Tomorrow. <laughs> I think it's both about yesterday. <laughs> Uh, in Manchester and now they go to Leeds and they'll do their captain's run but so far so good for everyone that was just I think it's just like it's been such a long rugby league season with so much representative football and that kind of thing that you're going to get these niggles and he didn't need to be on there Mm. yeah alrighty one one contentious point was the kicking duties and they're so important and we know Nathan Cleary has been struggling with it what what is the chances of Val Holmes maybe taking over or, or getting a shot Um, well, with Val, I was speaking to Val about that a couple of days ago. Val was really strong on the fact that he thinks that it needs to be decided before the game. So he said actually against um, Italy when Nathan was kind of struggling at the start of that game that Nathan offered, came up to him and said, do you want to do the kicking duties? And he said, no, no. And his reasoning was he just said it just rattles your confidence, someone's confidence if in the middle of the game the kicking duties get taken off them. So he said he thinks it's something that needs to be decided before the game. But um, he backed, he did say he loves to kick. He's like, I, I absolutely love kicking at every point that I can get, but I would never take it off Nathan. So as long as Nathan's got that confidence, uh, I think it's going to stay with Nathan. But also they've got Latrell Mitchell. They've got no shortage mm. of, of kickers. Yeah, true. The balls are a bit different over here. They are lighter. And also the run-up, like, because Nathan actually has a bit of a run-up. They, it's actually really narrow where you can run up when you're on the sideline. So yeah. I don't know if maybe that's affecting them yeah. a little bit. Well, well, the point that I've seen them open the gate most times to make a conversion from the <laughs> sideline kind of indicates that those fields are tiny, though. They're, they're soccer pitches, right? So... They're not really. I thought they'd oh, be. They're just closer. Yeah. They're just much closer to the sideline, the fans. Are they, are they the same size pitches, though, Badge? Yep. A rugby league field and a soccer field? Oh, everyone field? I played on was, yeah. yeah. I don't know if the soccer <laughs> ones are, but I remember we played at Wembley no. in 1990. Everyone said it's a bigger field, it's huge. So I got out there at the start of the game. I think it was Dale Shearer and I. We went and stepped it out and went, no, it's exactly the same as every other ground. 
Yeah, right. It just seems big open spaces. The one, the Samoa, the Samoa and Tonga game was slightly smaller. So the Aussies were wasn't, but the Samoa and, and Tonga game that that was life very slightly smaller field. Right, oh, there, okay. you there you go. You you know everything that's going on. Catch her on Channel Ten every night, and of course during the footy season on Crunch Time on SEN. Uh, Jaleesa Apps, you keep the good fight going for me and also Sports Day. You tell everybody you know that Sports Day is your favourite show on SEN, okay? Mm. It actually is, you know. I get home from work and I put my AirPods in and I just, you guys crack me up. Where's my mate Zach? What's he doing? Gout. Yeah, he's crook. No, he's crook. He's, he's got really some, crook, actually. He's, he's not well. So he's, um, we've given him, well, he's... Uh, we've given him some time He's off. given himself a week off. Yeah. And needs it. A and, week? Yeah, yeah no, he's, he's, in, he's in a bit of pain. But he's now he's now. He's back. allergic to woogie. He's, he's uh, my name's Jason, asked Jaleesa that. Um, hey, listen, he's in, he's now backed up on Endone, so he's got double trouble. All right. Oh, my God. I'll leave the conversation oh there. Well, I <laughs> hope he's okay. Well, he's not, clearly. Uh, Jaleesa, okay. we, we love you joining us. Good luck to the Aussies. Uh, Six o'clock uh, this Saturday morning. Uh, well, it's 6.45 kickoff Australian Daylight Savings Time and 5.45 uh, for those in Queensland, thanks for your time tonight on Sports Day and enjoy your time in the UK. Pleasure. Lovely to speak to you. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And don't forget, you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, 6pm or 5pm Queensland time. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91